This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Timberwolves get a good win over Brooklyn at home. Now they hit the road tough trip. Portland, then a bag-to-back at Golden State in Phoenix this week. Chris Hine covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribune online at StarTribune.com. Chris, how you been? I'm doing good, Steve. How you doing? Yeah, good to visit with you. A little tired of the weather, but uh, after a, a brutal Tuesday, Tuesday night, things are going to moderate a little bit on Wednesday. I'm not saying we're out of the woods, but uh, I wanted to say we're out of the woods weather-wise. Well, I got out of I got out of the woods myself today. I'm in Portland, and then I go to San Francisco and Phoenix. I got a little sunshine in my life. This oh yeah, I'm Phoenix. Following and, the and, Timberwolves around, and then um, are you going to hang out in Phoenix for a couple of weeks? Right. <laughs> if, if only the Star Tribune would let me, I, I totally right. would. But uh, unfortunately, no. I'll be coming back after the game. Yeah, and this is a tough trip. But let, let's talk about. Uh, the win over Brooklyn, uh, granted, no Kevin Durant, but still James Harden, uh, still Kyrie Irving, and, and still a team that, when Durant comes back, uh, is an NBA title contender. So uh, a very good win for the Timberwolves on Sunday night. No, absolutely. Um, even though Durant was out, I, I still don't think it takes all that much away from the win when you have Kyrie playing and you have James Harden out on the floor. Uh you know, I think this this week has been a overall a, a good week for the Wolves. They had the the meltdown in Atlanta, but you look at you look at what they did last week. They they got a win over Golden State. They got a win over Brooklyn. Got a win over the Knicks. Um, you know, on paper coming into that week, it could have been a rough week. They got a little lucky with the injuries uh, and kind of how you know Curry misses the Golden State game, Durant misses the Brooklyn game. You know, that could have been a, a potentially one and three stretch that, that they ended up going three and one in. So I, they cleared a tough week of the schedule. They're, they're in decent shape right now, and they got some good news today. You know, Anthony Edwards left uh, yep, yesterday's game a little early, and it looked like he banged his knee or something along those lines. But he does not appear on the injury report today, so he appears good to go. Uh, for tomorrow night here in Portland. Ought to be young. Because it didn't look good. I, I saw the video, the way they carried him off the court, down the tunnel. I was like, oh, this yeah, could no, be it, devastating. It, 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 it did look bad because he, could, he couldn't walk on his own. He, he had to be helped back right. into the tunnel. But, you know, here we are 24 hours later or so, and, and he's not even probable or questionable. He's, he's not on the injury report at all, which means he's going to play. Yeah, very very good news indeed. And there's been a theory floating around that as the NBA kind of soldiered through COVID-19 and uh, teams bringing up guys from the G League and just trying to patch together lineups, that 
the the Timberwolves maybe found something else or found something out about themselves and and what kind of players they had on their bench and probably made them a little bit better and and I am buying into that theory how do you feel about it that you know even though it's not ideal that that players were out for an extended period of time uh, because of the health and safety protocols that that it probably helped Chris Finch understand what he had a little bit more yeah, I think I think there is a little bit something to it. You know, the biggest player who benefited from the the COVID absence was J, or the COVID absences was Jalen Noel, and you've seen him become one of the most important scorers on the team over the last month or so. Here, he he took an expanded role because the starting lineup was essentially out for a few games there in late December. He grabbed a hold of an opportunity, um, and he's, he's run with it. Um, and he hasn't really let up since he's entered the rotation. And he's provided some, some important important scoring off the bench because I think he, he can do kind of what not a lot of players can, especially coming off of the, the, the Timberwolves bench, which is just go get his own shot in the half court. He's very good at creating his own shot, getting to the basket, scoring from the mid-range, hitting threes. So – and he's combined that with some some decent de- decent enough defense that he's not uh, a, a liability to the point that he has to be kind of taken off the floor because his defense is lacking, which was not always the case in his first two seasons. So he's been the biggest revelation over the past month, and he's like I said, he's become an important part of the rotation here the last three four weeks. And I just think in general, you hear them talk after the games and and. One of the things that I think the starters learned, like Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, is that, you know, moving the ball was lacking before these COVID absences. And they saw kind of how the, the reserves played. There was a lot more ball movement. Maybe the shot making by the reserves and the bench uh, wasn't as great. But the way that they played offense was kind of how the Wolves want to play. And they've had one of the, if not the best, I think, offense in the league since early January over the last two weeks or so. So I think they, I think they did find something in just watching the games, recalibrating kind of how they wanted to play offensively. The emergence of Jalen Noel has, has helped with that. And so I think that there was some good that eventually came of this for the Wolves from those COVID absences. I want to jump back to that Atlanta game and the meltdown that I I think is is this team and Anthony Edwards just in his second year and Carl Anthony Towns I still think growing into his leadership role um, that it's maybe part of it and and maybe a good experience uh, against a a team that uh, did a lot in the postseason last year the Atlanta Hawks and the, the intensity was ratcheted up in that game. That it, we're we're going to see more intensity as the season goes on, and we get into February, and then ultimately into March, and that stretch drive for for playoff position. That maybe that'll serve them well down the road. You, you hope so, and you know, I, I, the thing about the Atlanta game that I think might pop back up again is you know, in intense moments. When, when things do get a little hairy, they get a little frustrating, you know, are you going to revert to those old tendencies or are you going to show that you've learned from them? You know, and, and if this team wants to be in the playoffs competing for, you know, not just a play-in seed, but maybe a solidified playoff seed, they're going to have to learn from, from these. And especially if they get into the playoffs, they're going to have to learn 
from these experiences. And you, and you just have to kind of stamp out these tendencies to let the referees get in your head. Look, every team, you know, across the NBA deals with bad calls on a nightly basis. It's how you respond to that, that, that matters. And the Atlanta game was, was a step backward in that. Um, and we'll just see how they, how they do going forward here. Um, I think, uh, you know, you saw in that Atlanta game, Carl Anthony Towns, when he gets emotional and gets demonstrative with, you know, gesturing and, and complaining, that it seems like it does have an effect on the rest of the team. And D'Angelo Russell kind of, you know, he said as much uh, post game. So we'll see if, if Cat takes some of those, some of that advice to heart um, going forward here. He, he's he's always said the right things when it comes to that, but it, it always seems hard to to kind of for him to, to keep that consistent, uh, to, to kind of keep a level head on a consistent nightly basis when the calls aren't going his way. And we will see if there's growth on this trip because it is a tough trip. Portland tomorrow night will be on the air at 8.30 with Cal Soderquist and Alan Horton. Same deal again on Thursday night from Golden State, and then an hour earlier, 7.30 on Friday night uh, from Phoenix. This is a tough trip. That's as tough a bag-to-back Golden State Phoenix as you're going to find anywhere in the league. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, again, you, you look at this on paper and you say, well, you know, the, the game in Portland tomorrow night, <laughs> it might be one you have to have on this trip just because the next two are, are so difficult. But, you know, going 0-3 on this road trip is not out of the realm of possibility. And if it happens, you know, I don't think you should look at it as doom and gloom. The sky is falling necessarily for this team because Golden State and Phoenix are so good right now and you know going into their buildings on a back-to-back is not going to be easy for sure another one uh for the Timberwolves brain trust what to do to improve this team be because there there's still some need for some size on this roster do you get any sense that they're ready to maybe go all in on this group or at least make a move to help this group get over the hump and, and have a chance to maybe win a series come postseason time? I think they're, re- they're ready to make a move to bolster the roster now. Um, I, I don't think they are willing to all of a sudden trade significant assets or young players a lot of significant assets, young players to to improve this roster. I think they they realize they have a shot of getting up into the six seed range, the five seed range. That's what uh, Sachin Gupta, the executive vice president, uh, you know, I spoke with him last week in Memphis, and that's what we were talking about. Was he he sees this this team as an opportunity to not just be a play in team, but a playoff team, and to get into that five six seed range where you don't have to be in the play-in. So I think there is a, a potential there to, for an upgrade. They're going to be buyers at the deadline, but they're buyers with an eye toward the future. Um, and so if you're going to give up young assets, it's not going to be, or, or you know, draft picks potentially, it's not going to be for rental-type players that are just going to help you for the next year. They're looking more for you know the next three to five years. Um, and that's what the, that's ideally what the, the kind of player that they want if they if they sense a move is, is there to be had. Um, so that's the kind of move I think you can expect. It's not it's not going to be uh, you know try to just cut some corners here get get a guy or two in just for the rest of the season. That's not going to be the type of move they make. 
um, it's going to be more towards, like I said, that that eye for the the next couple of years here. Timberwolves and Portland tomorrow night. Uh, that that should be intriguing. Then Golden State and San Francisco, and I I would love to get out there and check out a Golden State Warriors game in their no new building in San Francisco. I've heard it's just phenomenal. I you know I, I I've been out there a few times now. It, it's it's gorgeous. The outside of it is gorgeous as well. Um, it, it's, it's a beautiful building. You know, sometimes when, when you're doing the, you know, when you're in the media and, you know, you're, you don't really get the full fan experience when right. you're doing kind of, when you're working and everything like that. But just walking around the concourse is beautiful arena outside. It's, it, it's gorgeous. Um, you know, it's a little different because it's not in, it's not in Oakland. It's in mainland San Francisco now. Um, so if you're staying in San Francisco, you don't have to, truck it all the way out to, to Oracle Arena in Oakland. Um, definitely, definitely an upgrade over Oracle Arena. I'll say that. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a gorgeous arena, and and it, if you can get out there, I, I definitely would try to get out there for a game. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd love to love to make that trip. Uh, well, well, Chris, always good to visit with you. Appreciate your coverage in the Star Tribune and online at StarTribune.com. Take care. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it, as always. All right, there he is, Chris Hine, covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribune. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.